Are you looking for a speaker for your next event? Evangelist Walesa Norris is who your soul needs to be inspired. Book an appointment at fastfeathers.weebly.com. And when you feel good, you look good. That's why Walesa has outfits for every occasion. Wigs for any situation. And furniture that gives your home a new, new, new elevation. Whether you almost lost your mind from toxicity or emotional abuse, or just looking for guidance to help you take that next step, Walesa has created the perfect course to help you get a better understanding and to heal from emotional abuse. It's all available for purchase at keepmedifferent.com. Why would you want to shop at any other brand but one that has it all for growth, faith, style, and home decor? Lord, keep me different. We can all put away this demonic spirit that has dominated our nation by bringing back morals, values, consideration, respect, and the greatest of these, love in our daily lives for ourselves and others. Thanks for tuning in to My Two Cents with Evangelist Walesa Norris. Remember, you are an overcomer. Welcome to My Two Cents with Evangelist Walesa Norris. This is your fabulous host, Walesa Norris. I am also your number one emotional healing coach. I just want to thank you guys for joining me on another episode of My Two Cents on emotional healing. Like I always state on shows before and in my past, right? Sometimes we have to bring out the ugly truth to the surface, right? So that we can see how ugly it sounds. Because sometimes when we're doing these negative activities, thinking and dysfunction, allowing certain things to go on in our life for people to manipulate us, abuse us, or even if we participate in it, right? We look at it as normal. And then when no one says nothing about it, right? It's like it becomes the norm. But when someone brings out the actions, the mindset, the thoughts, the opinion of wrongdoing, and you hear it, it's like something changes in you, right? Sometimes you got to hear the ugly truth to realize it. Wow, that is nasty, right? Something I went through was terrible or something that I participate in is embarrassing, is hurtful, and it's tearing people down. So like I always state on my other shows, this show is not to tear people down, but to build people up and let everyone know that we all can change, right? We all have something to work on. And emotional healing is so needed now in this day and age, especially with everything being social media, where being dysfunctional, toxic has become the norm in so many families and so many communities. It has even went into the house of God in some areas and some churches, right? And some people think of it as normal or that was God's will for their life, which the enemy is a lie, right? The devil is a lie. God's plan for all of our life is of good and not of evil to give us a hope and a future to prosper us and not to harm us. But sometimes when we let so much 
dysfunction and toxicity slip, right? It becomes the norm. We start believing not only if this is the way it's always going to be in our household, in our communities, in our friendships, in our family ships, even at certain churches, right? We feel like this is the norm, but it takes courage and faith, right? To break out the norm, to say, no, God is a God of good and of love. And if no one is doing it right, I'm going to do it. If no one is respecting themselves, I'm going to respect myself. If no one stands up for those who can't speak up for themselves, I will, right? So that's when we pick up our cross and walk daily. So today's show will be about don't get comfortable with dysfunction, right? It takes courage to change. It takes courage to step out and change from negative ways to positive ways. It takes courage to love when you have seen so much hate or endured so much hate, right? But those are the people God choose, right? Those who want to do the right things. Those who get sick and tired of being sick and tired of going through negative experiences, of experiencing betrayals, disappointments, people looking down on them, overlooking them. But God is for you. But some Sometimes a lot of people don't know that just because of how they view God, because some people view God through people, right? That's why God always teaches his anointed ones or his chosen ones to be the light, right? In the darkness for other people who are stuck, who may not know him, who are trying to get out, who need to see a better way. And like I said, we all fall. We all get it wrong at times. But as we stay close to God, stay close to his word, stay in prayer, God start what? Correcting us, building us up, encouraging us so we can give that back to the people, to the world, to the communities, wherever we go. And once people start seeing your light, your love, your mercy, your change, they going to want it for themselves, right? Because nobody ever wants to admit that they don't like being in the situation they're in. They don't like uh, certain people the way they being treated, right? But it takes courage to step out. So today's show will be about don't get used to dysfunction, toxicity, and abuse. It takes courage to step out. And sometimes you may have to step out alone and be on that journey alone and stand up for righteousness alone, but also show the love of God alone. Not forever, because God always send people across your path to help you when you get weary or when you're struggling, but it takes courage. So today's show is do not get comfortable in dysfunction because it takes courage to change, but you will love it and love the miracle you become after you continue to work on what your love, your thinking, the way you treat people, your boundaries, right? The way you allow people to treat you, you will love it because now it's not that you're asking for respect, you're demanding your respect, right? It's distance over disrespect. And that's how we should be. Not saying that I'm proud or or looking down on someone, but if I don't disrespect you, you shouldn't disrespect me. And we know that some people, right, they just don't know. They got used to saying or doing things a certain way. But once you confront someone or once you talk to them in a nice manner and tell them, hey, I don't like this type of uh, attitude or mentality or words you're saying to me, or I don't like how you came at me that time. You know what I'm saying? And if they're not understanding it and knowing that people have differences and some people preferences, it's not to be hollowed at, cursed at, looked down on, talked about and abused, and they start working on themselves, then that relationship is something you can work on and compromise and fix. But if they don't and they keep going on and ignoring your boundaries and, and what you uh, expect from relationships, then what? You distance yourself. So stay tuned to this show. Today's show is going to be good. Distance over disrespect. Don't get used to dysfunction. And it takes courage and boldness to step out, to change, to demand better, to want better, and to believe God.
Welcome back to My Two Cents with Evangelist Walesa Norris. I am your fabulous host, Walesa Norris, better known as Fash Feathers. Now, before the commercial break, I told you guys that this show would be about, right, not getting used to dysfunction. It take courage. It take boldness to step out and be the difference in a world that's what so hateful and so unkind and love to do things what one way because that's all they have seen it being done. Not everyone thinks like that, right? But some, it's a lot of places, a lot of communities, a lot of families, some churches even think like that, right? Why change something that has been working for so long for, for us, right? But it's been working for certain people. Everybody is different, right? Everybody, sometimes God send us a surprise in our family, right? Somebody maybe who's uh, very sensitive, somebody who do things different from the norm, right? That don't mean because you don't understand them or they're different from regular family members, regular community members, regular church members, that they need to be what attacked, talked about, ostracized, and whatever else people do with this narcissistic and toxic spirit when they see people that's different from them or people who don't want to do wrong things like them. A lot of good people get attacked first, right? We do know um, in, the, in the book of Psalms, right, Psalms 119, David always talked about all the afflictions he went through, but he came to the conclusion, right, it was good that I was afflicted so that I may know God, right, so I may know your ways. So God had to humble David even in his wrongdoing, right, so he can know what God was about. And God was about what? lifting people up, encouraging people, helping them to turn from wrong ways to good ways and being there for one another, uniting, being there when people fall, not making fun of them, not laughing at them, not talking about them, not glad something happened to them, right? Because we do know God is the one that judges, right? The heart, the mind, and the actions. And the way you act, not saying that God won't bless you, right? Because he even blessed the wicked, right? But sometimes we cut our own blessings short. Sometimes we keep a dis. Pressing spirit 
on us because of our ways, the way we do things, the way we think, the way we treat people. So if you want to come out of depression, you want to come out of an unkind situation, then you have to be the one to step out in boldness and courage and say, this is not right, right? I want to change. I know God's plan for me is what? For good and not of evil. But we were born in an evil world. And just because so many people are doing wrong does not make it right. It takes courage and boldness to step out to say, this is not right. I don't want to do things this way. And whether you like me or not, whether you attack me or not, I'm going to stand up for the truth. I'm going to stand up for righteousness. And I'm going to try to show love to people who may not be what on my level that I think I'm on because none of us is bigger or better than the other, right? We all are different and we are on different levels, but nobody is better than the other. So once we come to that conclusion that we all need God's mercy and grace, and no matter if you, how wise you think you is, right, you can always gain wisdom because sometimes God God use what? The Bible tell us this, the foolishness of this world to shame the wise, right? Because sometimes people can think they're so wise or they know so much and God will use somebody who you think is ignorant, who you think is undeserving, somebody that God will never use to shame you, right? But by the words they speak, by their actions, by uh, their righteousness. I know I had to be shamed like that. That's why I understand when David said it was good that I was afflicted because at one point in time or another, I thought I was, you know, high and mighty and God sent people on my path that made me feel so shamed by how righteous they was. That's what really made me want to change, right? And so this is why God sent us light workers out there, those who had training with him, those who seek God, right? Those who read the Bible to be the difference in a dark world, right? And it's going to be hard. Nothing about it is going to be easy, especially when people are what? Used to being toxic, used to being narcissistic, used to being angry, mad, and quick to uh, attack anybody that is different from them. It's going to be hurtful. It's going to be weary at times. We are going to want to give up at times, but you got to stay close to God and keep praying and remember that God's word is true, that he will deliver you. The righteous face many problems, right? But God delivers them out of them all. We just never know when he's going to deliver us or how he's going to deliver us, but God would do it. And as you continue to work on trying to change your negative ways, your negative thinking, and, and you try to see others problems, other people going through different things and try to be a helping hand with what you can, not overdoing it, right? Because you still got to take care of your mental health, your family, your finances, but whatever you can do to help people, because God will put people in your path, right, to help you and people in your path that needs your help. And it's the way that you come off, the way you deal with people that make people want to hear what you have to say or see how you live and, and, and how you're doing it to, to get those blessings for themselves, right? Everybody have different blessings at different times. And like I said, everybody don't have a big purpose in life, but whatever purpose God has given us, we were supposed to be happy and content with that, right? We all know this is how Saul lost his anointing and his life because instead of him being happy and content with what God has used him for in the kingdom of God and the things he did for God and how he helped God people, when he seen another anointed man that he thought that was going to be more blessed than him, that was the next king, that was, uh, 
getting recognized. He wanted to what attack this man. He wanted to kill this man. This man was David, the one who was just talking about how he was glad that he was afflicted, going through all these problems and these changes, because this one made him see God, to want to know God, to say, what am I doing wrong, right? Sometimes we all have to go through that. When you constantly going through a lot of problems, changes, and attacks, not saying that sometimes you have to go through it to show the glory of God, but sometimes it's what we're reaping what we sow. When you laugh at another person's problem, when you're trying to go against somebody so harshly, all of that's coming back to you. You just never know when, but it's coming back to you. So that's what made David want to change from his ways, right? He realized that dysfunction was not what's up. It is better to be wise, kind, and loving. So I can get God's blessings, protection, and whatever else that God has for me. And that's what we all have to come to the conclusion of. Being evil, being narcissistic, being toxic, being can't wait to attack people. That does not get God, that does get God's attention to people who pray to say, God, please stop this person or this group from attacking me like that. Now you're going to have to go through that or even worse, but it get God attention when you show what compassion, mercy, when you try to be the one to be, bring peace to a situation, a harsh situation or things that don't um, that's not lining up with the ways that you do things or things that have been done in your family, your community, but you try to bring peace to the situation. We all know God is a God of what miracles. Jesus broke all type of rules just to show us it wasn't about the rules and regulations. Jesus wouldn't go to church if he had to what go help somebody, go heal somebody. God broke rules living on this earth if it was to help and better somebody else to bring them to God. And so it's not always about following all the rules. It's about your heart posture, right? Your mentality, having an open mind, just because somebody is different from me, just because somebody do things that are different than me, just because they enjoy themselves a little bit different than me, but I see that they have a good heart. I see that they're trying. Then let me try to compromise with this person, not talk about them and dog them out because I see something that's different. And I think that just happened within a lot of people's family and community. When people see difference, they quick to attack instead of trying to understand or just like Saul, right? People see somebody different and see that they're shining and they admire them. But instead of trying to show them appreciation for that person, what? They attack them, plot against them and think that their plan's going to work out. Not when you're talking to a child of God that trusts God, right? That believes in God to seek their vengeance that's not trying to get their own vengeance, right? That's just saying, I'm going to hand you on over to God because I'm not on that with you, but obviously you're on that with me. Like you're not fooling people with, with whatever you're trying to fool them with. Like people, God give people what discernment, right? That's, we have gifts in the Holy Spirit, especially as you continue to grow with God. He gives you discernment. You may be a seer, right? You might know exactly what this group or people have planned or done against you that's evil, but because you're not retaliating or you're not acting it out like they are doing it, you're just steady smiling, you're steady treating them good when you do come around on them. They think that they're getting away with this, right? Not knowing that you already know all about it, but you didn't pray about it and it gave it over to God. So when it's time for them to catch that route, to be good that it was afflicted like David was, they're going to be shocked. 
because they think you have no idea of what they have been talking about and planning behind your back because you don't talk to them like that. You only do certain situations in a family, in a community, maybe at the church, but they don't know what gifts that the Holy Spirit gave you, right? That you may be a seer, you may be prophetic, you may be very discerning. A lot of people don't know that just by your outer appearance. They just think you're different. They don't know what type of different you are. So this is why you're supposed to treat everybody with love and respect because you don't know who God is using, right? You don't know who is an angel of love and light in your path. You don't know who you may be entertaining. And then when you don't have an open mind to say, I don't care if somebody different or not, if they're respectful to me, if they're kind to me, if they are trying to work on their stuff and they're showing that they, you know, that they really okay, they ain't trying to cause no drama and all of that stuff, I'm going to be cool with them. But when you like, oh, they not like us, oh, they was born in this family, but they ain't a part of this family, you're treating them like the black sheep and this and that, Those, that's the person normally who God is for, right? We all know that God is for what? The outcast. Jesus was outcast. If we want to get down biblically, Jesus was outcast. Most of his chosen ones was outcast because people didn't understand who they was or what they was doing, but they were showing God miracle work and power in their life through what? The words that they spoke, through their actions, through showing love and kindness. They was mimicking Jesus because he was teaching his disciples, just like he's teaching all of us still. But you got to want to get to know who God is, reading his Bible, applying it to your life. And like I said, we all fall short and fall because sometimes the enemy will send people in your life too, right? Because he know you got a blessing coming in your life or he know if you connect with a certain person that you're going to go skyrocket it up. So he going to try to keep you in what? That negative state. He going to keep you gossiping. He going to keep you talking about people. He's going to keep you not believing in yourself. That's the enemy. When it's always negative, when it's always you can't do this, you can't do that, and this and that, and you know your intentions pure, you're praying to God about it, you don't have no evil of intent toward nobody just there to just do what you have to do, go ahead and give it over to God. So sometimes you got to know how the enemy uses people, and some people be getting used by the enemy and don't even know that they're being used by the enemy until it's too late. But that's okay, because sometimes it is good for all of us to be afflicted so we can say, hey, I done something wrong. Hey, God had to humble me. Now I see the person I was going against or the group I was going against, they they was really for me, right? I'm glad that God had to take the blindness out of my eyes. I'm glad that God put me through these troubles. So, because the people I was with, what, they was the ones that showed up for me. They was the ones to try to tell me the truth because you will come to the knowledge of who was really for you and who wasn't when you was living in what, dark darkness, negativity, dysfunction. Once you start learning, when God humbles you and separates you and you go through so much trouble and you see these people or people God then put in your path to really be a blessing to you and you look back on them, they still blessed. They still highly favored. They still have keeping a good soul, a good spirit. They still trying to be a helping hand. You will know that they God sent them to help me. And I went against this person and it's so good that I was afflicted. Now I see why they doing what they doing. Cause sometimes we, like I said, we on different levels. We don't know why people are different from us, why they're trying to show light and love and encourage people, but you don't know what they had to go through, what afflictions they had to go through to turn around and decide that it's better to use wisdom 
wisdom. It's better to be loving. It's better to be kind because we all have to go through that. When we don't listen to it, when God try to come to us, when God sent people our way to tell us, man, try to be understanding, man, just pray for that person and you don't want to hear it and you just got all negative stuff, then just remember your affliction is coming. So after this commercial break, I will be talking about tools that we can use to bring peace to situations, things that we can work on. We do have to self-reflect sometimes. Sometimes it's not okay to follow the crowd because sometimes the crowd ain't doing the right thing. If it's all negative, if it's can't wait to talk about somebody, can't wait to dog somebody out behind their back and these people ain't doing nothing but trying to do good or trying to do something different than what we're used to, don't mean that don't mean that it ain't gonna work or don't mean that they should be attacked, right? It's just, hey, there's something different. We don't know how God moved in the world, right? Because God, he just shocked you with who he'll use and what he'll do in your life, right? God is a God of miracles. So we just never know who God is going to use, who God is uh, working through. And so this is why it's always best to be kind because you never know who you may need in the future. You never know when you make, when, when you going through your afflictions and your trouble and things of that nature, sometimes it could be because you're reaping what you're sowing. You didn't went against so many people or you don't went against a specific person and you don't even know if they chosen by God or not. Don't look at people at their outer appearance. Look at their spirit. That's what God looks at, right? When you see love and light and wisdom coming from a person, that's what you want to look at and say, hey, you know what? Even if I don't understand them, even if I don't like them, you know, to God be the glory. God bless you. Whatever you're going through, even if you don't want to support their movement or whatever they're doing, you know, don't wish evil on them. So after this commercial break, I will talk about how we can bring peace to situations and, and work on changing our mentality to what break the curse of dysfunction, generational curses, things that's tying and binding us up because the enemy want to keep all of us stuck and lost. Right. So we can't get God's blessings. So God bless and stay tuned. Are you looking for a speaker for your next event? Evangelist Walesa Norris is who your soul needs to be inspired. Book an appointment at fastfeathers.weebly.com. And when you feel good, you look good. That's why Walesa has outfits for every occasion, wigs for any situation, and furniture that gives your home a new, new elevation. Whether you almost lost your mind from toxicity or emotional abuse, or just looking for guidance to help you take that next step, Walesa has created the perfect course to help you get a better understanding and to heal from emotional abuse. It's all available for purchase at keepmedifferent.com. Why would you want to shop at any other brand but one that has it all for growth, faith, style, and home decor. Lord, keep me different. Welcome to My Two Cents Podcast with evangelist Walisa Norris. In this world, both good and evil exists. We all have a choice to choose whether we will walk in love or hate towards one another. Despite our difference in culture, religion, race, or opinions, every day the separation grows and the ways of God are often ignored. People lose their way and often allow evil to play out amongst others, leaving emotional damage and unhealed wounds in the hearts of others. Do you believe in Satan, evil spirits, or demons? 
That is the spirit that controls a narcissistic personality. That spirit comes in like an angel of light, but the truth or love is not in it. You will be left in devastation, shock, and feelings of betrayal by the damage they cause in your emotional health by being in a relationship with these types of personality disorders. The good news is healing is possible once you allow Jesus to do the mending and fixing of your heart and mind. Welcome back to My Two Cents with Evangelist Wallace Norris. This is your fabulous host, Wallace Norris. I hope you guys are enjoying this show thus far on why change is needed from dysfunctional thinking, dysfunctional ways, and why we all need the grace of God, right? So before the commercial break, I told you guys how I was going to tell you how to bring peace to any what situation, difficult situation, not saying that you know, some people do just be offensive. We're going to deal with difficult people, not only not only in ministry, in any, you know, calling that God has called you in, uh, any leadership group. And we all are called to be leaders, whether we are parents, whether we're on a job, whether we in school, whether we are, you know, in a community. It's just bringing grace to a situation. And like I said, a lot of people always say life humbles you as you get older, but no, I believe it's God that humbles you as you get older. Sometimes you just don't, you deal with so much in your own personal life, whatever goals you're trying to chase, whatever thing you're trying to do to raise your children or, um, keep a steady man. You just don't have time for the drama all the time. We do know narcissistic and toxic people. That's all that they are about is uh, drama always wanted to find something wrong, always trying to cause chaos, right? And that's because they are unhealed. Some They are dealing with um, wounds from the past and things that people said and done to them. So when you realize that, right, when a person is always toxic, always angry, always coming against somebody, always finding a problem, you have to realize this is an unhealed person. Some wrong things happen to them. And then you'll know why God asks us to give them grace. So what is grace, right? Grace is forgiveness, part of forgiveness, right? You have to realize, okay, I have to forgive this wrongdoing, whether I don't like it, you know, or not, because God calls me to forgive. I know I have sinned against God so many times and I need God's forgiveness, right? And his mercy as well. So I have to forgive this person. I'm not saying I have to stay connected with someone who is always bringing um, drama and different things in my life that I don't like that's causing, like, you know, disrupting my peace. So to bring peace from a situation, like I said before, it's distance over disrespect. Like I can forgive you, but if you're going to continue to overlook me. You're going to continue to belittle me. You're going to continue to not see who God has called me to be or to see that I add value wherever I go, or I try to be kind, or I try to come in with the right intentions. And you always trying to find a problem with me to bring peace to the situation. So I want keep the drama and strife going. I'm going to distance myself and I'm going to give it over to God and I'm going to see what God has me going next or what, what he wants me to do. Or do I need to what self-reflect and heal and see if I'm taking it wrong? Because like I said, some people are very sensitive. Some people aren't sensitive at all, right? Some people, they can take harsh words, harsh treatments and because they took it for so long. Like I said, once we get used to toxicity and dysfunction, some 
sometimes it's hard to break from that. We think it's the norm. So some people can take all that harshness because they've been through it for so long, but that don't mean that it's right. People supposed to be able to what? Compromise with you. Now we do have disagreements with people, but to bring peace to the situation, it's compromise need to be needed, right? I don't understand what you're saying we need to do in this situation, or you may not understand what I'm saying, but we can compromise. We can work together on a goal where we can bring peace to the situation. If you still don't want to see things my way, or I'm not saying things your way, and it's always a problem, it's always feel like I'm being disrespected or you're disrespecting me, then uh, distance is needed, right? So maybe we both need to have a reflection or we all need to have a reflection on what's going on because you just don't bring chaos and make a person feel bad. You don't want nobody to make you feel bad. And that's why I said the afflictions come because sometimes you have to realize how you made another person feel, right? God keeps the record. So if that's all you did was bring a person down and you made them cry and all of this stuff all the time and you just never know how that person really felt because they didn't come to you because maybe you was too, you know, too stern or they felt like you weren't going to take their words no way. Uh, eventually you're going to have to feel how that person felt, right? That's why it's best to be kind. When you be kind to people, when they don't deserve it, when you forgive people, even because it may not even be about you, right? Sometimes people are dealing with internal situation, a personal situation, and they may snap off or do something that's wrong. And it wasn't even about you. It's just that they decided to take it out on you. But when you realize that they're dealing with something, you may not know what it is, that they need grace and forgiveness, but you kind of distance yourself. Sometimes a person to come back to the conclusion after they did some self-reflection, right? Or if they got gained wisdom, this wasn't the right thing to do. This wasn't the right way to be. And you know what? I'm sorry about that. And they may come back to you, but when you are, um, can't wait to, to call out somebody wrongdoing all the time, can't wait to dog them out, can't wait to belittle them, can't wait to see them down. You know, and like I said, we all struggle with that because we do talk about what goes wrong, right? Some things, sometimes people do stuff that we would never expect, right? Shock us, right? And it's like, where did that come from? But like I said, when you realize people are dealing with internal issues or somebody has treated them that way, like I said, forgiveness is needed. So you have to bring peace to the situation. And even if you have to distance yourself for a while until God opened up that person's ass and you ask God to heal you. Because some people can be very hurtful, very mean, very vindictive. I've been through that myself, so I totally understand every day is not going to be a positive day, right? But every day shouldn't be a negative day. And sometimes even though, you know, it hurts you, you have to learn to move on in a positive way, knowing that whatever you went through and and you had positive intentions and you didn't mean any harm, that God will make it up to you. That's why you got to know who God is, the character of God, right? He will make it up to you. And and I'm not saying even the people who are doing wrong because they're going through stuff too, but if they seek God and they pray for forgiveness, God will bless them too. Right, he don't punish us as our sins deserve. That's what the Bible say, especially when we seek God out to to say, "Hey, I didn't know that this was wrong." Right? I forgot who said it. I think it was Paul, or no, I think it was um, not Paul. Peter, the Rock, right? Peter said that God doesn't count your sins against you if you did not know, but your sins are counted against you if you do know it was a sin and you continued on with it without seeking God's forgiveness, without not trying to make it right with that person, right? So if you didn't know that it was a sin because you've been used to growing up growing up in this type of mentality or this all you've seen or this is what has become the norm, God is not counting.
counted against you. Now, when you come to the wisdom of God and know that things are wrong, that th- people are doing things wrong, you can ask God for forgiveness, but you have to have the courage, right? To step out and, and either be the one in the family and the community and the church to say, Hey, I'm not going along with that. This is not right. I'm not going to do people like that. Let's give them a mercy. Let's give everybody a, ch- a chance. And even if they're struggling with things that we don't like that they're doing, we're going to pray for them, right? We're not going to belittle them even more to make them really get off course, right? Because we all know that when when people are have done wrong and they feel guilty and they come to people for help and then you continue to belittle them, they ain't going to make nobody want to change, right? But when you when you tell them you forgive them, right? And you want to you want to see them doing better in life and the reason why you corrected them and you get them understanding on why you had to tell them certain things that you had to step out and call out the wrongdoing, right? People are more open to say, well, I see what you were saying, right? They ready to compromise and they ready to work on their ways. It's all about how you deliver a message. It may be correct, but if you're doing it wrong and you're doing it for the wrong motives and the wrong reasons to make it look like you just a big shot, that don't make you win brownie points with people and it doesn't give you brownie points with God, right? But if you're calling out wrongdoing because you want to see a person grow, you want to see them prosper, you want to see them turn from wrong ways to get all the blessings that God has for them because that's the heart we should have anyway, right? Because we want our blessings. We want God to give everybody else their blessings too. So if you call off wrongdoing, but you say it in a, in a kind way, you got to learn how to bring peace to a situation. Everything don't need to be super public, right? Sometimes you got to pull people to the side and have a conversation with them and let them know, this is what I meant. It's not that I meant to, to harm you in any way or to embarrass you in any way or make you feel bad in any way. Because we do know that's what narcissistic and toxic people do, right? They can't wait to bust you out in front of everybody. They make a show of you, right? They laugh at you and your downfalls. But like I said, if you go to God for healing and you give them the distance over the disrespect that they have done to you, just know that they will reap what they sow, but God will heal you. And you just go on and connect with people who can understand that what people, everybody struggle. We all on different levels, but I'm here to what lift you up. Now I will let you know when you wrong or right, but I'm not going to do it in front of a whole big crowd or just call out your sin, right? Cause I know I have secret sins that God could have bust out me on the things I did in my past, but I'm going to pull you to the side because I want to see you grow. I want to see you prosper. I want to see you do what the right things in life so you can get your blessings because it's not all about blessings on earth, right? Also to save your eternal soul. This is why Jesus died and raised from the graves from us, right? So he can save our uh, souls to get reconcile us back to God because we all, right, don't get it right. Sometimes we're too holy. Sometimes we think we know it all. Sometimes we fail horribly, right? And we still need to go to God for the right way, the right way to be, the right way to help one another, how we can come together on any project or even any family, right? To bring love back in a family because everybody is struggling. Sometimes people have secret struggles, right? That they don't want to see. Sometimes people want to show that tough experience because we know the world will make you tough, right? And people don't want to talk about things that they go through, right? Or the things that they have endured. I went through that myself. So this is why I'm glad that I'm able to bring this show to you guys and talk to you guys and also be the life coach that God has called me to be as long with the evangelist right? I'm different, right? I like different things, but I still love the Lord. I love people. I want to see people grow. I still fail God daily. I may fail you, you know, if you know me out there once or twice, but if you tell me about it, I'm going to work on it. That's me.
You know, I'm going to work on it. I'm going to apologize, you know, if I rub you the wrong way, because I always try to show kindness. And that's what I love about the Lord, because he forgives us. So that's we have to forgive other people. So realize and how to bring peace to difficult situations, to difficult people is normally compromise and forgiving people, knowing that we are all on different levels. Everybody think differently. And maybe somebody may not get you in one season, but they may get you in the next season or you may not get somebody in one season, but you may get them in the next seasons due to the things that you had to endure and survive. So that's when you learn to have what an open mind, an open heart and say, you know what? Because I don't know who I may need or who God is using to help me and to bless me. So let me stop being what so judgmental. And if somebody has done something to rub me the wrong way or anything, let me pull them to the side. And if I'm dealing with insecurities or jealousy, because we know that's what Paul dealt with right after he was being uh, used to being a mighty man for God. He felt that he knew that he was getting ready to be replaced because he just kept messing up. Right. And God just felt like David. He was it right. Instead of being jealous of the next person and this and that, because we all deal with those feelings at different times or another. But a lot of us just don't act it out right. We may feel some type of way like, oh, that's him. Oh, that's her. But we ain't about to act it out. But it is people like Paul still to this day, right? So jealous that they plan and plot other people downfall, not knowing that that's planning and plotting their own downfall because it is sure to come. You can't do people evil, evil to people. Whether they believe in God or not, God is still righteous to whoever it is, right? But especially to his chosen ones and his people, he's still going to seek their vengeance. But even the ones that don't believe in God, right? He still show mercy and give goodness to those too. You just don't want to plan evil on nobody. Like I said, we all have complaints. We all have complained about different people. We all have gotten it wrong. But as you continue to grow in wisdom and knowledge, it makes you have an open mind, right? I'm not saying you got to go along with wrongdoing or you see somebody struggling, you want to pray for them. I'm not saying that you got to connect with negative people that's doing wrong and stuff like that, but you do want to show them a different way or let them know a different way, whether they accept it or not. At least you told them about it. At least you prayed for them. You want to see, you want to show them that love and that kindness. And that's what really make people what? Remember who was there for them when they was down and out, when everybody turned against them. I know it, it, it's been plenty of times when I was down and out or I felt betrayed or uh, people turned against me and it was people I would least suspect or even think about that came to be an aid to me. And that's what kind of humbled me too as I go on in my journey. Like, wow, this is the person I never expected to come to my side. I never thought would be a helping hand to me. It really made me feel shame, you know, and we all have to go through that sometimes. So, this is my show for today. Dysfunction has to go and it takes boldness and courage to stand out, to show love, to be the change, to be the difference that this world, that this neighbor, your neighborhood, your family, your community and your church needs to see because we all get it wrong. But God is looking for somebody who's going to stand up what for the truth, for righteousness, to show love, to say, hey, if I have to break a rule because I'm going to help somebody, that's what I'm going to do. If, if I'm tired, but I need to help somebody and I know that they going through something or they need a word. That's what I'm going to do. So that's my show for today. If you are looking for a life coach, furniture, clothing, wigs, it is all available on my website, keepmedifferent.com. And God bless you all. Happy Easter.